0: This is The Scoop for Friday.
1: Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Drones, body armor, weapons, and ammo are among supplies sent to Israel with assistance from Florida as the state hires cargo planes under a directive by Governor Ron DeSantis amid that country's war with Hamas. DeSantis, a Republican presidential contender, was scheduled to appear at the Republican Jewish Coalition's annual leadership summit this weekend in Las Vegas issued an executive order on October 12th regarding cargo and rescue operations in Israel. While declaring unequivocal support for Israel's right to defense, Florida Democratic Party Chair Nikki Fried equated the assistance with meddling in federal military operations and said in a release, quote, President Biden is the commander-in-chief of our military, not Ron DeSantis. She added, as a Navy veteran, Iran should understand the importance of respecting the chain of command. This is a gross breach of norms, and a potential violation of federal laws governing the shipment of weapons, unquote. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters yesterday that it's not illegal for the governor of a state to, ought to offer a measure of foreign assistance to another country. The Pentagon says U.S. fighter jets launched airstrikes early today on two locations in eastern Syria linked to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. The strike comes in retaliation for a slew of drone and missile attacks against U.S. bases and personnel in the region that begun earlier last week. They reflect Biden administration's determination to maintain a delicate balance. The U.S. wants to hit Iranian-backed groups suspected of targeting the U.S. as strongly as possible to deter future aggression while also working to avoid provoking a wider conflict. The U.S. does not have any information yet on casualties or an assessment of damage from today's strikes. The new legislative session starts next year and WMS Chris Young reports that concerned Sarasota citizens and community leaders had a chance to speak directly to their representatives at a legislative delegation meeting yesterday.
2: State House majority leader Michael Grant, Republican Senator Joe Gruters, and Republican Representatives Fiona McFarland and James Buchanan all listened to concerns from citizens and community leaders in Sarasota ahead of the legislative session. Among the speakers was Dr. Karen Holbrook, regional chancellor of the University of South Florida's Sarasota-Manatee campus.
0: We're building a new 100,000-square-foot student center and residence hall, which will completely change the nature of our current campus.
2: Red Tide impacted Sarasota's beaches in a big way this year. CEO of Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium Michael Crosby says his team has been testing ways to control Red Tide and wants government approval to take these tests out in the field.
0: We will need to have in place for the state of Florida a priority approvals for deployment when a red tide happens.
2: The legislative session for both the state House and Senate will start January 2024. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young in Sarasota.
1: Elementary school students in Connecticut have raised money for sea turtles. WMNF's Colleen Cole reports the turtles are being rehabilitated in Florida.
0: Barbara Schwaber visited the Florida Aquarium's Sea Turtle Rehabilitation Center in Apollo Beach earlier this year. On that day, 10 rescue turtles arrived at the center from New England for care. Schwaber shared this story with her eight year old granddaughter, Eliza, who lives in Connecticut. She and some friends were inspired to raise money for the sea turtles. The girls were curious how their donations would be used. A sea turtle biologist, Georgia Lombardi, was able to answer that question for them over a Zoom call. So We're going to use that money to buy more antibiotics like we kind of showed you in the cabinet earlier. We've used money to buy um, a lot of new equipment that can be used that we didn't have before. So surgeries, a lot of the times you don't want to be awake for surgeries, you want to be asleep. So we have bought a machine with donations to put the animals to sleep so that way we can do more surgeries on them. Eliza and her three friends formed a turtle team, and she is their turtle team treasurer. For WMNF News, I'm Colleen Cole in Tampa.
1: According to a press release from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office last night at about 11 p.m., deputies responded to the area of Patricia Avenue, just south of Virginia Street in Dunedin, where a vehicle ran into a bicycle. According to investigators, 34-year-old Samuel McVicker was riding his bicycle south on Patricia Avenue in the roadway without lights. 18-year-old Sophia Pantla was also traveling south on Patricia Avenue in her 2015 Toyota RAV4. Investigators believe McVicker attempted to cross the southbound lanes of Patricia Avenue on his bicycle when he was struck by Dothatlanipantala. McVicker was transported to the hospital where he died. Speed and impairment are not factors in the crash, according to the press release. The investigation continues. For the weather, it's cool and fair in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the upper 80s. Overnight lows in the upper 60s. Tomorrow will be cloudy and warm with highs in the upper 80s. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.